Paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Once you get born again, you get the mind of Christ. You have the same mind that created the world. So it's called revelation knowledge. It's called knowledge that didn't come by the senses, but the knowledge that came from God, who's a spirit, right into your spirit. Is there any feeling involved in it? None. None. And God doesn't want any feeling involved because the feelings has flaws. So this is a confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he just hurt us. You mean I didn't know he hurt me because I... Oh. Ooh, feel that? Wow. I, you mean that's, that didn't tell me that I hurt Are there any feelings that I can go to? Nothing. Nothing. Without revelation, you can be deceived. Revelation is what we have because without revelation, there is no restoration. And God wants to restore the years, but we got to have revelation to get there. Hello, this is Bill Winston, and welcome to another program. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. We have another exciting program for you today. We're talking on the subject of vengeance and recompense. Still talking on that subject, but this is called Your Day of Justice, Volume 2. Now, specifically in this teaching, we're talking about revelation knowledge. Now, it's interesting about revelation. Revelation is some information that comes directly from God into our human spirit, and it's revealed by the Holy Spirit to our minds. So actually, we can know something we didn't know five minutes earlier, <laughs> and God can feed it right into our spirits. Have you ever noticed there's not so much information in that mind? <laughs> you ever heard people say this? Well, what are we going to do? You know what they're doing? They're trying to go to their mind for an answer, and most of the answers in the world today are not in the mind. They're on another level called Revelation Knowledge. Get your Bibles and fits the papers ready. Let's go and take some good notes now. Let's go into it. It's called Your Day of Justice. We had been tr trained to depend upon our senses. But the idea about it is our senses can be unreliable at times or in this earth realm where Satan is loose and is called a deceiver. Since knowledge can only take you so far, for Adam to govern this earth, he had to have revelation knowledge. And revelation knowledge comes directly from God into your spirit. You are spirit. Say, I'm a spirit. And God is a spirit. That's found in John chapter 4, verse 24. And he talks to you. You are the exact duplicate of him. You came out of him. Your body is what you need to cover you while you're in this earth. Your soul is something that travels with you forever. After your body leaves you, your soul will still be with you in heaven or here. But now this idea about revelation is something that we had to catch on to and, and, and it's something beyond feelings. 
So this is a confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he just heard us. Got it? That means if I don't ask according to his will, reasonably de- de- reasonable deduction says he doesn't hear me. One man said, yes, asked God one time, God, what do you do with all these prayers? He said, what prayers? <laughs> Just said he doesn't hear them. Because when he hears them, he's obligated to respond. Now, this is a confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Where can I find out the will of God? Right here. His will is right here. So if there's something that I need in my life, the first thing I want to know is, is it in the will? And if it's in the will, I can have it. Because his reply for the things that are in his will is yes and amen. So there's the confidence that we have in him. Now, I want to show you something because it's very subtle. If I ask something of God that I need in my life, how do I know he heard me? Well, how do I know he heard me? This is not a trick question. How do I know that he heard me? That's according to this. Now, wait a minute. You mean I didn't know he heard me because I, uh, oh, ow. Ooh, feel that? Wow. I, you mean that, that didn't tell me that I heard him? Now, how do I know he heard me? Are there any feelings that I can go to? Anything in my five physical senses that I can go to that'll tell me he heard me? Nothing? Nothing. How do I know he heard me? One way, one way. I just asked according to his, to his will. will. That's the way I know. So he heard me. Now, if I know he heard me, whatever I ask, I'm talking about from a house to a skateboard, whatever I ask to healing, to whatever, whatever I ask, I know I have the petition I desired of him. How do I know I have it? How do I know I have it? Because I ask how? According to his, according to his will. Got it? I ask according to his will. And if I ask according to his will, I know that he heard me. And I know that he heard me, I know I have it. There is no time in God. The moment you ask, you have it. The moment you ask, according to the guidelines that he set out, you have it. 
And you don't have to wonder whether he heard you. All you have to do is wonder whether you, 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 it's in the word. Because if it's in the word, he heard you. Now, part of the will of God is Mark eleven twenty four. Put it up there on the board, please. Mark eleven twenty four. That's part of the will of God. Therefore, I say to you, what things soever you desire when you pray, keep going, believe you receive them and you shall have them. That's the will of God. The will of God is I got to believe I received it when I prayed. I can't believe I received it after I prayed. I got to believe I received it when I prayed. And when you believe you've received something, you don't ask again. And the reason why people ask again is because they never received it the first time. Now, where do you receive it first? Where do you receive it first? In your spirit. That, that the blessings of God and kingdom for you are first spiritual. So now you have to receive it in your spirit. You have to take hold of it in your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. I believe I've received it. Now, God can deliver it to you naturally. That's where we are. Now, how much is up there in that invisible realm for you? All spiritual blessings. All spiritual. Well, pastor, that's spiritual. They ain't got nothing to do with a car. Your car is spiritual before it's natural. You got what I'm saying? So what I'm saying to you is you got to get outside of this right here. You've got to get over into another dimension. And Satan does not want you or desire for you to go over there. The, the struggle for people is to leave this realm and go to the realm of the fourth dimension of which they've been born into. Now, he's asking you to act like him. And what he does is cause things that be not as though they were. Say amen to that. So it's called revelation knowledge. It's called knowledge that didn't come by the senses, but the knowledge that came from God, who's a spirit, right into your spirit. And if you just give God time or your, 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 your flesh uh, can be patient, you can be patient in your mind, then it'll manifest in your body, in your circumstance. Are you following what I'm saying? And the stronger your faith gets, the quicker the manifestation. Got it? So is there any feeling involved in it? None. None. And God doesn't want any feeling involved because the feelings has flaws. Some people hear differently. Have you ever been in a line with a lot of people and they say, we're going to pass a secret down and they whisper the secret in the first person's ear and then they whisper it in the next person's ear and then they whisper. By the time it got to the end, where he started out talking about July, he's talking about December. Where he started talking about something. I'm just saying the thing has changed totally. Now do it. I don't care who it is because there, there are, are different, uh, in, the, in the natural realm, there, there are different, uh, uh, what can I call this, uh, distortions. There are different things that can distort things in the natural, but you can't distort the spirit. There are no spiritual defects. You are born perfect. And it's in your body. I told you, even when Adam, before he sinned, he had the mind of God. But once he sinned, he lost his mind. He was there 
um, you know he lost his mind because he tried to hide from God. Anybody trying to hide from God has a lost mind. There is a, that is a lost-minded person. Say amen. Somehow they think they're going to do something and God won't see it. That person is lost. Say amen to that. But once you get born again, you get the mind of Christ. Now what you got to do is you got to override this old mind because this old mind will try to keep you thinking that you can't think on the level that, that God can think on or God wants you to think of because you've got to do this. Somebody told you you didn't pass the IQ test or your IQ is not. Well, it doesn't make any difference. This guy who was an idiot savage and what he would do, you give him. He said, okay, Judd and I go to the store and get me some milk, some bread, and get me this, and, and get me that. Four things. And you send him to the store, he'll come back and say, now what, what did you tell me to get? Now, but yet they'll say, Judd and I, we're going to add up some numbers. And we're going to take a computer and we're going to put the numbers in as far as, this, at, at, as fast as they're given to us. And we're going to see who came up with the number answer first, you or the computer. And they put these numbers, and these numbers would be 24 digits long. Three levels of them to multiply 24 times 24 digits times 24 digits and Jedediah give them the answer before the computer would. Why? He was going through a different section of his brain. It's just the enemy that told you you was dumb. <laughs> if you're born again, you got the mind of Christ. You got, you, if you're born again, you have the same mind that created the world. That's a good reason to get born again. All right, you with me? No. So we said uh, revelation is what we have because without revelation, there is no restoration. And God wants to restore the years, but we got to have revelation to get there. Now, Paul gave up sense knowledge for revelation knowledge. He discovered that revelation is what he needed. So let's go to a couple of places. Go to uh, um, Galatians first, Galatians chapter 1. And then we'll go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Isn't God good? All right, look what it says here in verse 11. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me was not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of who? Jesus Christ. Now notice what he just said. He said, I just received a gospel that didn't come to me by a man. But I received it directly from God into my spirit. Now remember what Jesus did with Peter. He said, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? They start guessing. Well, some say you're John the Baptist. Some said you're a liar, one of the prophets. He said, well, who do you say that I am? Peter said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, Peter, flesh and blood didn't tell you that. He didn't get it from a man. Peter got it directly from God, from God right into his spirit. You got what I'm saying? So there is knowledge that can come to you directly from God. Say amen to that. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with what? Flesh and blood. Now, so God revealed all this to Paul and as a result, Paul wrote over half or almost three quarters of the New Testament. Paul did that. And he didn't even walk with Jesus. 
not in the flesh. Not like Peter and James and John and all them did. He came a long time after that. Uh, I mean, he came after Jesus had left. Let me say this. And, but he, he, he got it by revelation. Are you with me? Now, before he got revelation, he was taking the Jewish believers and taking them to uh, the council of the Jews. And they were, uh, some of them, uh, they were in, putting in prison and so forth because he thought he was doing right and they were wrong. But once on the Damascus road, he had an experience with God and got converted. He then saw that he was wrong and they were right. Now notice, without revelation, you can be deceived. Got it? You conform to this world. The devil can put enough pressure and do enough deception that'll make you go along with the world. And sometimes what we do is we blame people because they're acting a certain way. Well, if they don't have revelation, they don't have nothing else to believe. Somebody said, well, they don't need to believe nothing. You can't exist believing nothing. You're going to believe something. I don't believe in God. Well, you believe in that. You're going to believe something. So my point to you is, is here is Paul and he didn't receive it by men. He got his experience and then he hung with the Jews a little while. He went on to Arabia and stayed there a few years and then got uh, along with God. God began to teach him and show him and so forth. And then he came back and he began to do all these things. Now he came and, and gave revelation. Let's go back to first Corinthians and chapter two, please. And I brethren, when I came to you, verse one, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save who? Jesus Christ and him what? Crucified. Now Paul was a very, very learned man, spoke several languages, very powerful man in the intellect, but he's putting it aside. He is saying, wait a minute, this intellect is not my God here. I'm, I'm, I, I, was, I was deceived just operating in Israel. I'm not saying you don't have to have intellect, but I'm just saying there's something else that you have to have with it. Verse three, and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not in the enticing words of man's wisdom. I didn't get it from man, but in the demonstration of the spirit of power, spirit and power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the what? Power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes or rulers of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Isn't that powerful? Now, what is he saying? He is saying, okay, there's another level of knowledge and wisdom up here. And this is what God had Jesus operating in. He wasn't operating down here in man's wisdom. And as a matter of fact, if they knew what they were doing, they never would have crucified him. Because once they crucified him, they planted him. And once they planted him, he has come up and still coming up today. Say amen to that. 
So here is Satan. He knew he had Jesus. He knew he had it. And I'm just saying, isn't it interesting sometimes when people don't have revelation, how they go after the tangible things. Jesus said, I judge no man after the flesh. You ask people sometime, and, and I remember this guy, all he used to say is, he said, okay. He said, well, well, we'll see. <laughs> I said, man, we'll see all the time. And I guess he had an experience with somebody that the man was supposed to, I don't know. It was a bunch of things. But every time they thought that that was the end of it. But he said, we'll see. And the next thing that happened, something else different happened that turned that around. And then he said, we'll see. And kept saying, we'll see. My point to you is, it's just nothing before the time. Because things are happening that Satan has deceived and, and caused people to uh, be where they are. Praise God. Look what it said in verse 9. But as it is written, the eye has not seen. That's your natural eye. The, neither the ear heard, uh, neither entered in the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Now those are natural parts of you. That's your body. But God has revealed them to us by his who? Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man that's in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now, we have not received, we, pardon me, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are what? Freely given to us of who? God. Which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which who teacheth? The Holy Ghost teaches. He compares spiritual things with what? Spiritual. But the natural man, the natural part of us, and the person who's not saved, uh, um, receiveth not the things of the kingdom of the Spirit of God, for they are what to him? Foolishness to him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. There are people that might be in the sound of my voice today that still think tithing is foolish. They are still thinking that there is a reason why you shouldn't tithe. That, well, that passed away, that whatever it is. Now, I'm only saying they haven't been taught by the Holy Ghost. See, what they're doing is relying on their own reasoning to try to tell them what is and what is not. And you can't. In this world, everybody that's under that is in darkness. And because the enemy is the prince of that world. He's the prince of the reasoning world. And that's what people do. They go to college, get a little education. Next thing you know, they think they can reason their way out of everything. Folks, the devil will set up for a person who doesn't know God and set up for them. And he, I mean, I don't care if they stayed here a thousand years. He could still outwit them. Because he was the anointed cherub that covered the throne of God. He knows some secrets now. He knows some things. But you got the Holy Ghost. And when you got the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost can beat the devil at any time. Now, it's only arrogance that make you think you know things. That's why you get people in Washington think they know everything and so forth and so on. And they don't even have a guidance from God and making laws that are against this or, uh, you know, whatever have you. So we have revelation and without revelation, there is no what? No restoration. Now, praise the Lord. I trust that you are empowered by that teaching. Now, here's the bottom line. God has some things that have been stolen from us, some ways that mankind has fallen in this earth and so forth, but his promise is to restore us. 
But the key is revelation, because without revelation, there is no restoration. Remember what he told uh, uh, Abraham in Genesis chapter 13? He said, Abraham, as far as you can see, I will give it to you. Well, you're not talking about as far as you can see in your house or on the street corner or whatever have you. He's talking about as far as you can see with your spiritual eyes. He said, I will give that to you. In other words, if you can see it, it'll be restored to you. Well, the same thing in the Word of God. You get in that Word of God and get revelation on it. Whatever's revealed to you will be restored to you. Praise God. Well, that and other teachings like that is on your day of justice. Now, this is a powerful teaching. We're going to tell you something about it, and I'll be right back for a final word. Now is the set time for justice to prevail on God's people to rule and reign on earth as problem solvers. We are in the prophetic season to manifest the power of revelation that comes from God to advance the kingdom forward. One of the the jobs of the church is to take over rulership of the world. Now for us to be able to move forward, we're going to have to be on meat. We're going to have to have revelation, not just information. Your Day of Justice, Volume 2, is enriched with revelation that empowers your understanding for significant change in your attitude and behavior. I'm reshaping the word vengeance in people's minds because if I'm going to live in the kingdom, the kingdom works by faith, and faith works by love. So if I get out of love, it doesn't work. Order Your Day of Justice, Volume 2 today, and Dr. Winston will reveal why we must be born again to have revelation, why having intellectual information is not enough, why the church has been hindered by the boundaries of the world, why it takes revelation to move forward against the gates of hell to rule and reign on this earth, and much, much more. He's sending you and I out that every sphere now that the Babylonian system, which tries to make people exist without God, he's having us now to put God back into it. To order your copy of your Day of Justice, Volume 2, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, P.O. Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois, 60303, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327, or online at www.billwinston.org. Having revelation will allow us to fulfill the mandates of God in establishing His will on earth as it is in heaven. Order your copy of Your Day of Justice, Volume 2, today. Praise the Lord. Now, remember, without revelation, there is no restoration. And a lot of times what we've been trying to do is receive something from the Spirit with the flesh. And it cannot be done, folks. What you got to do is you got to get over into the Spirit to receive the spiritual blessings that God has for us. Well, these and other teachings, again, are in this series called Your Day of Justice, Volume 2. It's a powerful series. I strongly advise you, order it. Play it over and over again. Get the revelation of the vengeance and recompense of the Lord. It's not about hatred. It's not about somebody mad at somebody and retaliating. But it's about a love of justice. It's God's way of doing things. Well, this is Bill Winston.